When you see someone walking a dog, what do you think? It's possible one or more of the following assumptions comes to mind. This person owns this dog. This person is a dog walker. This person is not allergic to dogs. This person likes dogs. Or you may totally disregard the human and put all energy and attention into the dog, its cuteness, and the likelihood of petting it. Okay, back to the human. Those assumptions from a second ago, none of them can be proven at first glance. The person walking the dog may not be the dog's owner, though exceptions include if both human and dog are wearing matching North Face jackets, if the person screams into the dog's face, you are my canine child, or yeah, I think that about covers it. This person may not be a dog walker by occupation. I always imagine official dog walkers as bounding behind a comical number of dogs complete with twisted leashes and a cartoonish frenzy of differently pitched barks. They could be allergic. However, this doesn't stop some people from acquiring animals. And they could have cynophobia, the official term for fear of dogs. And maybe they're experimenting in a real-life version of fear factor to finally put this fear to rest. The point is... The only thing we can technically prove in that moment is there is a person walking with a dog and that's it. I'm Danielle and you're listening to this is not the prologue meaningful thoughts that don't matter. Our perceptions and judgments of those around us are often based on assumptions, assumptions that can't be proven with a glance or quick hello. We need at least a few minutes of conversation to establish the dog walker and the dog's relationship, their current allergen regimen, and their general preference toward dogs. If we take something as simple as a dog walker, we find upon logistical reasoning that we're factually unable to determine much else about that person except from the observed action of dog walking, an action, a behavior. We usually can't tell or definitively know anything beyond that. So why do we think we do? Does it make us feel better to feel like we have someone figured out? Yeah, it does. It gives us more control. It may even make us feel superior, better to pretend we know We deduce how similar or different we are to this stranger, how capable we are of befriending them. Or if you're like me, ponder the likelihood of saving them from a runaway oncoming bus. Not likely, usually. We aren't the author of this dog walker story. We really don't know anything. Heck, this person could have abducted this dog. Ever think of that? Ever think that as you smile and wave with the hand that's not holding the leash, but the hand that's also holding the poop bag, that this dog walker could be a criminal? We assume that this dog and this person are meant to be together, that this person is the guardian of said dog. But isn't it possible that our bias, our hypothesis, our assumption is incorrect? That in reality, there's a dog thief on the loose? I thought about this litmus test as I walked my dog, Winnie, today. What do people think of me when I pass by? Do they assume I'm the dog's mom? Do they think we're well-matched? Do they even notice me? In Portland, owning a dog is accompanied by acceptance into a secret society. 
I half expected to receive a letter from Hogwarts after adopting Winnie with instructions on where to purchase her leash and treats. Following her adoption, Winnie was the talk of the town, or at the very least, our street. I'd take her on a walk and everyone would stop to say hello and pet her. I could hear the high-pitched, aw, it's a puppy, from several houses away, bracing myself for impact of the impending conversation that always included stating her name, Winnie when she's good, Winifred when she's bad, her breed, Schnauzer, Yorkie Terrier, and agreeing, yes, she is adorable. Yes, we are very happy with her. And that awkward moment at the end of the interaction, when I've acknowledged that you've touched my animal, and maybe I've touched your animal, and there's been a lot of touching between strangers. When we see a dog in a person, we conjure a narrative like we're the author of their story. We claim the director's chair and say boo to possible edits and alternate endings. Compartmentalizing those around us is a social defense mechanism. We squirm when someone doesn't fit into our predetermined boxes that we use to organize identities. We like structure and order, and anything or anyone out of the box causes a blip on the radar, a glitch in our strange mental matrix. The human brain processes 11 million bits of information every second. However, our conscious mind can handle only 40 to 50 bits a second. The brain observes a situation and based on our experiences and filters, sends some kind of readable message to our consciousness, like so fast. In some cases, we pause to question or debate that message. We say, nah, that's a stereotype or a bias or an ignorant way of seeing that. Other times, The message presents itself subtly and casually. Nothing to see here, just a little message for your mind. And without realizing it, we accept this message as truth and we move on with our lives. Many of us run around like chickens with our proverbial heads cut off. It's like the second we don't understand something or can't familiarize ourselves with it, we default to negative. We say that's weird that's different. I don't like it. I hate it because that's easier. It's often easier to turn away from something or someone that's different than peering in or showing compassion. We operate in a spin cycle of observation and assumption. Assuming that based on someone's skin color or clothing or dog walk swagger, we have them figured out. We see a dog and a person, and we accept the standard message of dog owner. And that's basically it. We don't entertain other narratives. At least, I usually don't. The dog walker is a mystery. They could be anyone. Your neighbor, a stranger, your friend, a dog thief in sheep's clothing. And while many, many, many of these dog walkers are walking their dog, and are non-thieves, and adhere to the assumptions we've placed upon them, there are some cases when we'll be wrong. That's okay. That should be expected. If we can't prove something as simple as a human and canine relationship from first glance, shouldn't we be mindful with other things we see? To take the extra beat to observe what's happening outside of our own lens? 
A dog and a human walk by. A dog walker by occupation thinks this person is walking this dog for money. A dog owner thinks this dog and person live in the same house. A person suffering from allergies wishes they could have a dog. A dog looks up and doesn't give a shit whether this dog and human have any kind of relationship at all. He thinks the dog is cute and will attempt to sniff their butt should their paths cross on the sidewalk. Thank you for listening to This Is Not The Prologue. You were here, and now you have other things to do. Take care out there. Yeah.